This episode of the 10.5 podcast contains coarse language and mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to 10.5, the official podcast of the OPP Association. I'm your co-host, Josh Jutras. And I'm your other co-host, Scott Mills. And we are the Strategic Communications Coordinators for the OPP Association. The OPP Association is the sole bargaining agent for the close to 10,000 uniform and civilian members of the OPP. We also represent the interests of our retired members and their families. Our goal is to get the word out to our members and the public about issues that affect policing, and in particular, issues that impact the careers and lives of our members. On this week's episode, we continue our conversation with Provincial Constable Matthew Belier as he talks about his experience with the Invictus Games after his service with the Canadian Armed Forces. You got involved in the Invictus Games. Um, can you know you've you've been uh, a team captain of uh, of the 2018 wheelchair rugby team. You've you've done some amazing things. Um, can you can you tell us about those Invictus Games and and yeah, sure. what all that meant to you? So I got I first got involved with Soldier On who administer Team Canada for the Invictus Games. So they sent out a notice on Facebook saying we're looking for applicants for the 2018 Invictus or 2018 Invictus Games in Sydney, Australia. I thought, well, holy, that would be really awesome. So I went on and I did the application. It was just like applying for a job you know the americans and the brits like they treat it like it's the olympics so they have trials and stuff like that to make the team canada they want every veteran to have an opportunity which is great because it it, it really is a life-changing experience um 693 people applied they took 39 of us um from the time that I got there, I was interviewed by Ben Mulrooney from CTV. I don't even know what channel he's on. Um, after being up for, you know, it's a long flight from Ottawa to Australia. It's 20 hours. But, like, they had service dogs there. They had every soldier in Australia was there. We didn't pick up a bag. We didn't pick up any. They treated it. It was like being at the Olympics. Sydney was completely shut down for the Invictus Games. It was, we stayed in the Olympic Village, competed at the Olympic venues. Um, I played golf uh, the day before the games actually started. Normally golf is a game, but we went on to some course that the membership is like $5 million to get onto this course, and oh my God... I got to get another job or something, making more money because <laughs> I want to go back and play there again. Um, the views were beautiful, but it was such a, a a positive environment. You know, from the time I went to the main eating area, a Polish soldier and Team Unconquered hadn't really come together yet. And I'll get to that in a second. But he just came over and he gave me a support our troops bracelet. Uh, but it was in Polish. And I've never met the guy. 
he just came up to me and said welcome and gave me a hug. And it was the, the Invictus Games is it like winning a medal w was nice, but it, it's the sportsmanship and the camaraderie and you know before we would go out for wheelchair rugby games you know we'd be sitting there against team france or the u.s and we'd all be shooting shooting the shit hopefully that one slides um you know talking stories and having a great time but as soon as you know they made the announcement you know it was team u.s versus team canada or team unconquered sorry um it was game on and uh, I'm happy to say that I got the first goal for Canada and the first penalty. <laughs> I knocked a uh, the Brits train their their uh, rugby squad, and it used to be called Murder Ball. Um, <laughs> they're phenomenal. Anyway, I knocked one of them out <laughs> of his chair, <laughs> and uh, to the box I went. <laughs> um, but afterwards. There was also a, a community, um, just like the OPPA has a website, the Invictus Games Foundation has a website, and recently I became um, the Invictus Games Foundation uh, official representative for Canada. It's a two-year volunteer position. Um, through that, I have received training in mental health first aid, which has been fantastic. Um, I can tell you the United Kingdom, their training for mental health and the package that they sent me is phenomenal. Really, uh, I actually had to use some of it uh, for a family issue not too long ago. And it, it it's a different way of looking at things and, and it works because techniques to deal with mental health change all the time. You just got to be honest and open yourself up to get those new treatments. But it was an honor being named team captain of the wheelchair rugby team because uh, I was voted in by my peers. So that was, uh, and, and, you know, our coaching staff too, like they were all like Olympic level coaches. Like these, the people that they bring in uh, to coach Canada, like they're, they all coached at like the Paralympics or the Olympics. It's like they bring in the bat. Like it, they they spare no expense. It, it is truly a world class sporting event, and the fans love it because they feed off of. They know that we're not out there to. We're there to be a team, not to you know individually shine. And then, the icing on the cake, I guess, would be, you know, I. I a guy from my first tour, I hadn't seen him in probably, well, since we ended our first tour, but we ended up shooting uh, team compound archery together. And uh, we made it to the bronze medal match against the Americans, and we ended up winning. And it was, uh, was playing against a guy from Delta Force. And a guy is Naval Special Warfare, and I believe he was a Ranger. And then... Uh, I am infantry. The other guy was infantry and an engineer who's also combat arms. But yeah, it was uh, it was something like I tell you, you know, you're shooting in front of crowds and TV cables, and it was just it, it was 
it was crazy the amount of fans and then like I remember I was walking in in the Olympic Park and some police officer stopped me and said, Oh hey mate, are you the captain of Team Unconquered? It's like Are you talking to me? Like <laughs> trying to be, you know, just going to get a cup of coffee. It it was just I don't think a lot of us expected how big it was going to be until we got there. But now with the Invictus Games Foundation, you know, I will potentially like get to go back to the Invictus Games as as a volunteer. But they also have me uh, going to be planning uh, endeavors, um, team building events, stuff around Canada for Canadian veterans. Um, also posting. Um, opportunities because there's a lot of things out there for veterans like guitars for vets um, where they'll send you a guitar set you up with lessons um, coding for veterans it's a program to teach uh, vets how to use computers with whether it be digital uh, forensics cybersecurity or making websites so I get to post that stuff and then we're also moderators of the board of the site so we have regular skype and zoom meetings and it's it's a lot of work (laughs) but it's something that's very exciting um ever since uh the patron uh, well people still call him prince harry but his official title now is our our patron uh harry uh, once he moved away from Buckingham Palace, uh, all of his partners came with him, so they expanded the moderator and official rep program. So right now I'm working on trying to get a scuba trip set up either in Bermuda or we may go to the UK where there is a uh, a German uh, fleet from World War II that's sunk and go and do a dive expedition down there. Because they have, uh, we create endeavor. Uh, there's the Invictus Endeavors Fund, so we give grants, and guys can go and you plan trips, and you go on them, and uh, they're supposed to be team building. I I hope that uh, with the lessons that I learn while being with the Invictus Foundation, Invictus Games Foundation, that hopefully I can assist and you know, I I'd love to see. Canadian police come together and do something similar because mental health is it can take you and plant you on your butt pretty fast but Invictus means unconquered and Prince Harry's philosophy was this the power of sport is it is so beneficial and it's not just about the sports but it's because you're with people like-minded individuals people that you can trust and depend on you share your story they know your story because they've been through it too so it's not like they're learning anything that they haven't been through themselves I wish that you know police were you know guys were a bit more open I don't have any regrets about being open about my mental health. Yeah, I'm not at work right now, but you know what? Rather than be destructive, um, I spend my time time trying to be as constructive as possible uh, by learning new things. Um, That's why I, I 
got involved with the Invictus Games Foundation. Uh, did some computer stuff, and you know, I just live one day at a time. I read a good book by um, Mark Owen, who wrote the book uh, No Easy Day about the Osama bin Laden raid, but his follow-up book, No Hero, he made a comment about this philosophy that he had about only you're only able to control what's in your three-foot world. And that was from him being scared shitless on the side of a rock face because uh, he was looking down and got scared. But you apply that principle to your life, just control with what's what's within arm's reach. Uh, take it a day at a time. Don't be afraid to talk. You don't need to go and tell you know, everybody at the office like I did, but I did that to try and help. We're still seeing the results on that one. Um, you got nothing to be afraid of. Just be honest with each other. I hope, guys, you know that the thing, the way, the reason why the army works and why guys get along is because nothing. You talk about everything. When we would go to see social workers, there was a social worker clinic on base. You'd be sitting next to your sergeant major that was on the tour with you. Everybody knew why you're there, why they're there. No one cared. If you do a job that's stressful, you're not a robot. Sometimes you can put your hand up and say, I need a break. But when you're on that break, you got to do work to get yourself back. Sometimes it takes a couple times, but uh, everybody in the OPP and the OPPA are resilient. You know, I, I've seen it, and that's why I'm proud to be an OPP. You've pretty much answered uh, the vast majority of our questions, and it's it's been really, really interesting listening to you. It's it's been such a pleasure to have you on the the ten five podcast. It's a remarkable journey. It's it's just amazing to hear and the resiliency that comes through uh, when you speak of everything you've been through is, is it's just remarkable. Yeah, I know. I, I do. I do like the term resilience. You know, I I read a good book called Resilience, but you know. Yes, the person is resilient, but the the person that wrote the book was the resilient one. It was basically a platoon commander went out and he knew that a guy, they were both out now, was struggling. And it's a series of letters. And that's what command is. He got his guy back, reminded him that, you know what, You've been through so much already. You were a Navy SEAL. Why do you need to go out and get drunk and get into a fist fight with cops at a bar? You're better than that. The guys that in the OPP, like the amount of stuff that they've gone through, they're just as resilient. The leadership got to be there, and they are. I sat on a board with. Uh, Deputy Commissioner Harkins, uh, 
just before the Invictus Games for mental health and uh, try about the changes that were upcoming. And I, I think it, the more we talk, the more we're all going to learn and how to handle this effectively. I, I think it's amazing that you're sharing all of this with us. Uh, and I'm hoping that others that listen to your story, um, f you know, feel uh, like uh, Josh and I are feeling here today, uh, just privileged that, that you've shared it with us. And, you know, you touched on the, the mental health uh, um, programs that are available uh, w uh, with the OPP now and, uh, you know, the Ontario Provincial Police Association, which is, which is us. You know, if you are listening to this, we've got a toll-free 24-hour number that's one uh, 866 seven nine four nine one one seven and the website is encompasscare.ca and that's encompass without two s's only one s e-n-c-o-m-p-a-s-c-a-r-e dot c-a and the opp uh, healthy workplace team can also be contacted uh, 24 7 uh, for uh, professional or peer um, psychological support and, I use uh, Encompass Care. Sorry, Scott, didn't mean to cut you off there, but they are fantastic. Well, that's news to our ears because we've been trying really hard, uh, Matt. So appreciate you saying that. Yeah, no, it's been great. I get follow-up emails all the time, and I have made a lot of progress, and I'm hopefully going to be back to work uh, soon. Well, we're we're hoping so as well, and uh, just one uh, just another note: if if you're a member of the public out there listening, and and uh, you feel like you need some mental health supports after listening to uh, uh, Matt's story, if it's inspired you to want to go and uh, kind of talk about your own situation, the the Canadian Mental Health Association have resources across uh, Canada, and we're going to list uh, their contact uh, information in the show notes of the podcast here. Yeah, and uh, I hope that uh, to those that are listening that are still suffering in silence, it's a lot more enjoyable uh, living life once you come to terms that one, well, the, you're not abnormal. There's nothing wrong with you. I look at my mental health issues, but they're not even issues for me. I look at them as strengths change your mindset don't be afraid to talk because you might actually enjoy life and I can tell you with the help of Encompass Care and the occupational therapist it's been it's been a heck of a lot more enjoyable because the last two years of uh, <laughs> were not easy well, but like I we said uh, oh go ahead uh Oh, I was just going to thank you very much for having me on, and, and uh, it's truly uh, humbling um, for you to have me here today to share my story and hopefully inspire. And you know, got to get working on a fan page now because of this. And uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but if anyone needs uh, help too, you can always get a hold of me. I'm. I've always got my heart. Not only is it said, you know, it said in there that you know my heart's for veterans, but it's also for first responders, guys that have been in the trenches. 
Um, you guys are all heroes as well. So don't forget that. It's not an easy job. It's a thankless job. But somebody's got to do it. If you would like to connect with Matt, we have posted his contact information in the show notes for this episode. Matt, thank you so much for joining us and for sharing your story. As you stated, it's very valuable to help others to hear a peer's journey. And we are grateful that you've told your story. Stay tuned for our next episode, dropping next Friday. All episodes are always available on our blog at oppa.ca slash media. And if you like what you hear, please use that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. For Scott Mills, I'm Josh Jutras. And for everyone here at the OPP Association, thank you for listening and be safe.